Inspiring solutions to save America one show at a time. Are you ready to get on board? Folks, it's so frustrating. I have warned so many people so many times that we were headed right where we are. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. They want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words, we will not comply. Well, here we are, folks. That is exactly, in a nutshell, what all of this is about. And the icing on the cake for these people would be convicting him and then indicting him and sending him to jail then. And it's all been it's it's all been so, so predictable. Three hours of bold truth and excellence. You've just signed up for the WBR Army. Welcome aboard. This is the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Welcome back. Hour two of the Wendy Bell Radio program. Delighted to have you. Thanks if you're on the podcast, Wendy Bell Radio. If you haven't, please join us. It's a very nice, crisp, uh, whittled down version of every hour of the show. It's cut down to like 39, 40 minutes. Love to have you. Wendy Bell Radio. Wherever you get your favorite podcasts, join our army. 1.5 million downloads and counting. So cool. Love to be with you. You know, it's so interesting. Uh, I understand from a friend of mine who works in an emergency department in the local hospital that apparently the medical system, the conglomerate, which is the largest employer in the state of Pennsylvania, where I reside, has decided that next week masks are going to become mandatory again. Really? Masks. Not today. Not last Thursday. But sometime next week, it's going to be a very specific date. And they think we're going to fall for it. I can't wait to see what happens. How dare you? How dare you think that we're going to fall over for this again? How dare you think that we believe a word that comes out of your mouths? You you people. And if you're not part of you people, don't be offended by it. But if you are, be offended by it. You people have lied You've stolen, you've corrupted, you've manipulated, you've stonewalled. And we are so, so freaking done with it. Good luck bringing back those masks. It only happens if we let it happen, ladies and gentlemen. I want to flash back. Do you guys remember when Steve Bannon was indicted? This was 2021, November 2021. He was indicted by a federal grand jury on two two counts of uh, contempt of Congress. This was stemming from his failure to comply with the subpoena (gasps) issued by the House Select Committee investigating January 6th. 
And I want you to hear exactly how Jamie Raskin, who just told us this is a witch hunt. We don't need to do this. Hunter said he would he would testify publicly. Well, I want you to hear what Jamie Raskin was saying two years ago. Kind of a different tune he was playing, talking about the rules, had no problems with closed door videotaped under oath testimony, depositions when Steve Bannon was the one. But if it's Hunter Biden, that's. Too much? Listen, let's go back in the Wayback Machine. Would it be closed door with Bannon or do you want to, because he could go up there and pontificate if it was a public live hearing. The way that we have treated every single witness is the same, that they come in, they talk to the committee. uh, If they're going to take a deposition, they're sworn under oath. It's videotaped, it's recorded, uh, and then we take it from there. Mm. It's almost like how it's always done. They come in. Sit before the committee, take an oath, they're deposed, it's recorded, we have a transcript. I mean, what are we doing here? Well, not anymore, ladies and gentlemen. Can't do that with Hunter Biden. Can't do that with the president's son. Right. So you heard moments ago, Jamie Raskin yet again saying, where's the crime? Where's the crime? If you believe that any of this hasn't already been scripted and and predetermined, you're wrong. Because Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said the same thing yesterday. And I want you specifically to pay attention to the very end of what she says. The last second. She's going to try to drop on you. The narrative. There's nothing to see here. No crime. There's no evidence. There's no proof. What are they doing? This is a waste. Blah, 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 blah. Listen. So this is just storytelling mm. at this point. This is a nice story. And to add to the ranking member Raskin's questions, there's not, this is not just a whodunit. It's not just a what is it. But it's also a where's the beef. And they don't have any. So this right now is a waste of our time, mm. and we should go back to legislating for the actual benefit of the American people. Really? And with that, I yield back. Great. Uh, and with great. that, I yield back. She's outside. She's outside the chamber. And with that, I yield back. This has been prepared. This has been practiced. All of these people... Eric Swalwell, did you guys know? And I got to read this exactly so I don't mess it up for you. Eric Swalwell actually facilitated Hunter Biden's Congress-defying press conference. He secured and paid for the area outside the Capitol on the Senate side where Hunter Biden was able to go and dictate his demands, his terms for stepping forward and creating his own narrative of suck. Isn't this so interesting? Well, let's bring in some media, shall we? Chuck Todd and the Chuck Todd defense. This is all designed to distract from Donald Trump. That's what he's going to say. That's what he's going to try to sell you on right now. Chuck Todd, he's going to come out and he's going to say, don't be, don't be blinded by this. It's really not about Hunter's criminality, him being a felon, him being a dirtbag, all of these money laundering shell company things or Joe Biden's profit. That's not the real story. It's Trump. It's really unfortunate. I feel for people who are obsessed. They are obsessed. They are triggered. They are deranged. And they're unhinged, and it's unfortunate. 
but I have to share it with you. Hey, if I had to hear it, so do you. So audio soundbite number one, Chuck Todd. And <clears throat> the guy who's asking him the question, he's saying, you know, you wrote an article, Chuck, and I'm sure it was dazzling. And I'm sure everybody's lining up to get it. And you're talking about, you know, this impeachment might not even matter. Why did you say that? Go. Chuck, you have a piece out today saying why this impeachment might, might not matter. Right. For those who haven't read it, why mightn't it? Well, because we've, it's sort of, this is sort of a weak impeachment. We've taken impeachment now and turned it into a campaign tactic. It's a weak impeachment. It's a weak impeachment. A weak impeachment is through hearsay, accusing Donald Trump of a quid pro quo. And when Donald Trump said, hell no, it wasn't. Here's the transcript. You guys manipulated that and tried to accuse him of withholding aid from Ukraine, which, by the way, he ended up giving to Ukraine anyway. So where's the crime? Or as Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez would say, where's the beef? Chuck Todd continuing. He's going to try to talk about Clinton's impeachment. You know, I never had sex with that woman. I didn't do that. Depends on what your definition of is, is. Right? Then they're going to talk about, he's going to talk about both of Trump's impeachments, as though those have some kind of legal merit in the realm of what we're talking about. Making up things, creating a dossier, wiretapping a president, giving him 95% negative news coverage, creating a narrative of suck is different than being involved in your son's business, which yields you profits. And, oh, by the way, selling access to the office of the vice president to foreign governments. That's a little bit different, don't you think? Audio soundbite two. Mm -hmm. um, if you think about, I've lived through three impeachments now, professionally, uh, in my lifetime. And in all th the other three, whatever you thought about the decision, there was an agreed upon, there was a agreed upon incident that didn't take the place. The set of facts right. were there was a, Right, Bill Clinton had an affair with an intern. Donald Trump made a phone call and withheld, uh, threatened to withhold funds. You Ooh. called it perfect. Right. And Donald Trump gave a speech on the ellipse that called for these folks to march in the Capitol. Uh, I want you to hear that. Bill Clinton had a sexual relationship with an intern. He lied about that. He demonstrably did it. We know that. There's DNA evidence of that. That's long ago been litigated. He's a dirtbag. It's a far cry from that to he was on the phone. And we interpreted what he was saying in a certain way, a context, so that we can demonize him and impeach him. There was no aid withheld. Zelensky got that aid. And gobs more of it, we might add. And by the way, think about how flimsy the idea is that because Donald Trump said, now go peacefully, make your voices known patriotically, that that can be interpreted as go cause a riot go break the law go get involved in something illegal chuck todd i i wonder what it must like to wake up and suck so much all the time but there's more and i've got it for you coming up next on the wendy bell radio program
All right, welcome back. This is Chuck Todd, NBC. He's going to be talking about uh, basically what's going on with Hunter Biden. And we've called this the Chuck Todd defense. Everything you talk about has to be used to distract from Hunter Biden and point a finger towards Donald Trump. And what Chuck Todd is going to say is that all this jazz is to distract from his trials, Donald Trump's many trials, those four trials. This is all a smokescreen, he says. We're just kind of throwing impeachment around here willy-nilly. You know, they can't even agree on what, what Joe Biden did to be impeached. What? Listen. Everybody agreed the disagreement was whether it rose to the political death penalty. Mm-hmm. This is the first impeachment where we're just throwing it around and they don't, the Republicans can't agree on what it is about Joe Biden that is impeachable here. All we need to do is look at Joe Biden's 2017 and 18 taxes. All we need to do is figure out why he and Dr. Jill had such an infusion of money. And don't tell us that it was because of book sales, because I don't know anybody who would buy their stupid books. Here's Chuck Todd number four. You got it when you're deranged, when you're triggered, when you're obsessed, when you're addicted to Donald Trump. Got to blame him. Go. Now, of course, you've laid it off pretty well. What's impeachable? Whatever majority in the House thinks it is. That's the rule. Whether you like it or not. And it is pretty clear to me that this is really driven simply by Donald Trump. Oh, God. Who's trying to blur his own resume. Oh, shut up. You are so obnoxious. You obnoxious little twit. I'd love to meet you face to face. Love it. I would love to sit down with you, Chuck Todd, and have a nice conversation of facts. Finally, finally, this is what he's going to say. This is retribution. This is MAGA getting back at everybody for impeaching Donald Trump twice. Go. If Donald Trump didn't have two impeachments, would Joe Biden be facing this impeachment inquiry? Of of course not. Not not at all. Frankly, if if Donald Trump didn't have only had one of them, I don't Mm -hmm. know if he faces it, to be honest. Not at all. No, not at all. I don't know about you guys, but wrong is wrong. Breaking the law is wrong. Enriching yourself by making America less safe is wrong. I'm personally very intrigued by that spy balloon story. I'm also very intrigued by all of the Chinese contracts for these new climate change materials we all are implored to go out and get. I'm intrigued by all of it. How much of our COVID vaccines are made in China? COVID vaccines. Then I stumbled upon this article from The Federalist. Here's the the headline. Lawsuit. David Weiss, DOJ, are withholding records on Hunter Biden's alleged sex trafficking crimes. Wait, what? The Heritage Foundation filed a lawsuit against the Department of Justice and special counsel David Weiss Monday, so just three days ago, after the latter refused to forfeit records related to Hunter Biden's alleged sex trafficking crime. See, one, if you aren't a dirtbag, you don't have to run interference for yourself and get a bunch of people to cover it up, right? And two, if you're innocent of said charges, you don't need to hide, stonewall, delay, and wait for Freedom of Information Act requests or congressional subpoenas to come out to tell the truth. Well... Filed in the U.S. District Court for the District of Delaware, 
The suit asked the court to order the DOJ and Weiss's office to comply with a Freedom of Information Act request filed by Heritage earlier this year that sought to obtain documents related or regarding authorities' investigation into whether Hunter Biden violated the Mann Act. The law outlaws the transport of any woman or girl for the purpose of prostitution or debauchery or for any other immoral purpose. Communication between high-ranking DOJ officials provided to the House Ways and Means Committee by IRS whistleblowers and released to the public in September indicated, by the way, there's no evidence, right? Well, this is some of the evidence. Indicated nine probable cases in which Hunter Biden communicated with prostitutes and coordinated their travel across state lines. Actions that would violate the Mann Act. Two alleged incidents flagged by the Justice Department Tax Division. In an email to Assistant U.S. Attorney Leslie Wolf, for example, involved two likely escorts who traveled from Los Angeles and New York to meet with Hunter in Boston. So we're dealing with the son of a dope who gets deeply involved in drugs. I'm sorry, if you're wicked involved in prostitution and porn and you're going to go out of your way to ship women in to have relations with, there's a lot more going on, ladies and gentlemen, than just, he didn't do anything wrong. They're only going after him because they want to cover up. We had issues, friends. Lots and lots and lots of issues and an impeachment inquiry, by the way, opens the door to all of these things to become wildly public. And that's what they don't want. I'll testify in public now so I can set the narrative. Sit down, Hunter. Sit down. Don't go anywhere. (laughs) Coming up next on the Wendy Bell Radio program, the case against Donald Trump falling apart. Judge Chutkin, huge news. This is what we ought to be talking about. And it's next. Well, it's interesting to note, and yesterday the big story, it was a breaking headline. Judge Chutkin pauses Trump D.C. case amid dispute over immunity argument. You know, what's so fascinating about these indictments, these criminal charges, this this quagmire of sticky, thick, globular Oatmeal that Donald Trump is asked to run through while simultaneously, of course, running to become reelected. It's so silly. It's so below us. It's so childish. It's so predictable. This case is so interesting. So Judge Chutkin This woman is overseeing the case against Donald Trump in D.C., alleging election interference, right? He's charged with conspiracy to defraud the United States and obstructing an official proceeding. Donald Trump never went to the Capitol. He was never there that day. He wasn't on the grounds. He wasn't outside with the with one of those big megaphones telling everybody what to do. 
He spoke. He wished everyone Godspeed and encouraged the peaceful, patriotic continuation of his message. And they indicted him. And that's just one of four. Now, the results of this case, which they super-duper want to push quickly, so that it starts on Super Tuesday, or starts the day before Super Tuesday in March, and have a verdict by the election in November. Of course, it's all planned. Wasn't Donald Trump impeached the first time, allegedly, for going after his presumptive political opponent? Because on that phone call with Zelensky, in which Trump was congratulating Zelensky for his victory winning the presidency, he said, you've got a lot of issues there. You've got some stuff to clean up. I suggest that you do that, right? And Democrats alleged... He was asking Zelensky to dig up dirt on Joe Biden. Donald Trump said, no, that's not what I was saying. And that's why he released the phone call. Of course, Ukraine's corrupt. I think we're more corrupt, but of course they're corrupt. Donald Trump was impeached over that. They want this case to go through specifically so that he is tarnished. The day before a monster vote in multiple states... What is Super Tuesday? 13 states, whatever it is. And then to hopefully get some kind of a reputationally destroying or damaging verdict before the election next year. Except something has happened and Judge Chutkin had to hit the brakes and this throws everything off. Because now, now that she has stayed all these proceedings, everything stops. As Trump's argument of immunity... These charges involve him when he was president. There is presidential immunity. It is a story. It is a case that needs to be addressed. And so Trump's lawyers have said, we're going to take this to the appellate decision. And while that happens, Judge Chutkin, in this case, that they desperately need to proceed, has to hit the brakes on it. But did you know that Jack Smith's case also involves this? The election fraud case also involves this, or another case, I forget which one it is. It's predicated on the results of this one that Judge Chutkin is presiding over. So the dominoes are all connected. And if this one is stayed, all the others get backed up too. Ooh, interesting. Here's the story. Obama appointed Judge Tanya Chutkin, paused Trump's January 6th case in D.C., amid a dispute over the former president's immunity argument. In September, Trump was hit with those four counts in Jack Smith's January 6th case up in D.C. Conspiracy to defraud the United States. Conspiracy to obstruct an official proceeding. Jamal Bowman can do that by yanking on a fire alarm and lying about it, but not this. Okay. Obstruction of and attempt to obstruct an official proceeding and conspiracy against rights. Trump's lawyers argued that Trump is immune from federal prosecution for alleged crimes committed while he served as U.S. president. So earlier yesterday, Trump's lawyers filed a response to Jack Smith's 
demand to expedite the appeal of Judge Chutkin's presidential immunity order at the D.C. Circuit Court of Appeals. This is separate from Trump's response to Jack Smith's appeal to the high court. It appears Jack Smith's March 4th trial date now has just gotten blown out. There's no way this is going to trial by then. It's sort of like the construction in my house. We're waiting for city inspectors to make their way to our address to inspect the wiring and sign off on it before the drywall and the insulation can go in. We were hoping that this would be wrapped by New Year's, but now we're looking like Valentine's Day. Similar story (laughs) with Donald Trump and with these cases. All right, kind of a weird explanation, but you get it. Chudkin just admitted the pretrial calendar is suspended. The March trial date is all but gone. So CBS News picked up the story. The federal judge overseeing former President Donald Trump's case involving the 2020 election has agreed to temporarily pause proceedings while Trump appeals a decision over whether he's entitled to broad immunity from criminal prosecution. In a brief ordered Wednesday, U.S. Judge Tanya Chutkin largely granted Trump's request to halt the proceedings while he pursues his appeal. She had no choice. She said Trump's appeal to the U.S. Court of Appeals for the District of Columbia Circuit means she must automatically stay further proceedings. No more. We're on pause. That would move the case toward trial. Chutkin wrote that Trump's move gives the higher court jurisdiction over the case. She noted that if the case is returned to her, she will consider, quote, whether to retain or continue the dates of any still future deadlines and proceedings. This is all they freaking care about. They don't care about whether Donald Trump did anything wrong. They don't care if they trample the Constitution, destroy any kind of judicial honesty. They are all laser focused, and that laser is on destruction. Whatever it takes. By any means, go. This is where we are now. The case would return to where Trump's immunity claim is ultimately rejected, allowing the prosecution to move forward. But how long do you think that's going to take? Look, you can't hit the gas on, on these judicial proceedings when it suits you. Hurry, hurry, hurry. It's like when they wanted us to choose a speaker. Hurry, hurry, hurry. We need to vote on this budget. We need to kick the can down the road. We need another continuing resolution. We need another monster omnibus bill right before the holidays. Happy holidays, America. Here's a bunch of jazz we can't afford and don't need. I wonder why inflation sucks so much. Well, I'm no economist, right? This is monstrous. Quote, this case presents a fundamental question at the heart of our democracy, whether a former president is absolutely immune from federal prosecution for crimes committed while in office. This is from special prosecutor Jack Smith. He wrote that on Monday. The only reason for this petition is to seek a guarantee that a trial of Trump and possible conviction before the election, constitutional expert Jonathan Turley said. So it's all smoke and games, smoke and mirrors, fun and games. And what is still not being addressed in all of this, this give and go back and forth, this nonsense Nothing happens that's beneficial to you. 
Your children aren't becoming better readers. Their aptitude on the standardized math scores, it's not getting better. We're not closing the border. We're not discussing all of this nonsense. As we do look into the magic eight ball and shake it up. And what does it tell us? That masks are coming back? Really? Right now? That's what's happening where I live in Pennsylvania. Get ready to get your masks back. Oh, hell no. Do you see it all? I know you do. I do. They are scared to death. And they can trot out all the Jamie Raskins. They can have Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez try to grandstand. They can run interference and create other smoke screens and point fingers and play the woe is, is Hunter the victim. But what we're dealing with right now is the biggest story in my lifetime. Unequivocally. Bigger than war, bigger than a virus, bigger than the money laundering scheme of vaccines. We have a man who's the president of the United States of America, who very well is a foreign asset. a partner of the communist Chinese party. I want you to think about that as these folks run out and they rush to CNN and MSNBC and the New York Times and even the Wall Street Journal to swear to you that this isn't what's really going on. There's no evidence. You're awake. And they know it. We're going to switch gears in the next segment. We're going to watch all this stuff. Right? We know this story. We know the playbook. It hasn't changed in years. But I want to talk to you a little bit about this Harvard woman, this Claudine Gay. An interesting take on why Harvard will not, will not admit they were wrong and get rid of her. Very eye-opening and timely. Next on the Wendy Bell Radio Program. Are you guys familiar with Leo Terrell? He is a civil rights attorney. And he is a frequent flyer on many of the of the news programs, chirping in about this and that. I really like his take here on this whole idea that Judge Chutkin had to pause Donald Trump's D.C. case because he's going to he's going to lay out and I believe a very persuasive and just an easy to understand way what this means 
This is all the dominoes connected, he's going to tell you. It is significant. It is huge. And it is a make America great again victory. Listen to Leo Terrell. Hi, Leo 2.0 here. I'm a big time Trump supporter. I'm also proud to be a lawyer. And we got some great news if you support Donald Trump. The Washington, D.C. federal judge, Judge Tanya Chuckin, she has now suspended all proceedings before her court, which means that the March 2024 case is not going to be heard against Donald Trump. And Jack Smith, I know you're sick right now because she has now suspended all proceedings before her in the March 2024 case against Donald Trump. Why? Because the Supreme Court has now obtained jurisdiction. And so she's not receiving any evidence, any more proceedings before her court right now. You see, the Democrats do not want Donald Trump to run for president. They want a trial and try to convict him. It's not going to happen. And Fannie Willis in Atlanta, Georgia, think hard about your case against President Trump. Ooh. That case is technically on hold as well because the Supreme Court has now taken the issue up. You guys are going to lose. Trump is going to become the president. And I guarantee you, all these frivolous cases against President Trump will be handled in the most appropriate legal manner possible. Oof. But right now, ladies and gentlemen, I can tell you right now, that March 2024 date, gone, will not happen. Trump 2024. I love it. I absolutely love it. There you go. This is the wheels of how it works. All right. So I have to I have to giggle sometimes when I hear these these people who are just so up in arms over MAGA Republicans. You know, people who believe in freedom, in the government staying out of your business, in low taxes, in working hard, paying your bills, doing what's right, being a good parent, loving your spouse, helping your neighbor. You know, all that stuff that we believe in as Americans, they want to demonize that. And it's funny in its sadness because they are very desperate. And the things that these folks in the Uniparty Swamp Creature Machine left push are so beyond the realm of normal. How about this headline, New York Post? Boston Mayor Michelle Wu, remember her? She was the gal who put out a, a like hit list of names of people she didn't like, who she was telling the Boston police we're threatening her as though people are really worried about what Michelle freaking Wu is doing. That they're like, tch, 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 dear Mayor Wu, we're going to come and get you. Come on, sister. <laughs> Stop wasting our time. Boston Mayor Michelle Wu. Did I say where? Boston Mayor Michelle Wu defends, quote, electeds of color holiday party. After invitation backlash, wait, wait, say what? Boston Mayor Michelle Wu defended holding a holiday party for, quote, electeds of color. No whites allowed. Just hours before hosting the controversial gathering inside the city's official reception hall Wednesday. 
Hey, Boston, you get what you vote for? I mean, come on. Wu admitted it was a mistake that every member of the Boston City Council received invitations to the controversial holiday party and had already talked to those that were uninvited. (laughs) Uninvited. Who was uninvited? White people? That sounds like we're taking a dangerous step back. What? 80 years? Do you guys want to do that? You want to wave the wand and go back in time? To where there were coloreds and whites. How freaking offensive is that? We had invited individual, we had individual conversations with everyone. So people understand it was truly just an honest mistake that went out in typing the email field. Wu told reporters, Boston's first mayor of color and Asian American mayor. I don't care who you are. Are you a good mayor? Apparently not. Came under fire when her director of city council relations, Denise Dos Santos, sent an exclusive party invitation to all members of the city council instead of just the select invitees. Apparently, there are six minority and seven uh, white members. All the white members had their invitations rescinded about 15 minutes after the original email was sent. Oh, we have all these people. We're going to get together. We're going to send out this thing. Oh, fudgesicles. We didn't mean to send it to the whites. Was she allowed to bring a plus one? What do you mean? Was she going to bring her husband? Oh, the white guy? Yeah, the husband of the mayor is a white dude. Yeah. We didn't want to invite the whiteies. Honky, stay home. How offensive. Oops. Yeah, but it's really not a story because we talked to everybody and we told them, look, it's not that we don't like you, but we don't like you. (laughs) Right? So, oops, we wanted you to come, but we really don't want you to come, so you're uninvited. So her excuse, well... We talk to him. It's all cool. Nobody cares. You flagrant, disgusting, progressive, toxic, noxious, racist. Wow. (laughs) But get your mask out because COVID's coming back. Oh, boy. You can't make this crap up. All right. Coming up on the Monday Bell Radio program, we got to talk about this. DEI. Is it really just welfare for people who can't get jobs without social identities? Ooh, scathing conversation next.